Yes, 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 yes. What is going on? We are back in the building. This is the Midweek Love Movement Podcast. I am your boy, Jose, a.k.a. Idris Elbow, a.k.a. Sexual Doc Chocolate, a.k.a. Mr. Love Movement, a.k.a. Joseph Bennett, a.k.a. Featuring Jose, a.k.a. I'm I'm running out of AKAs again, like I always do. And across from me, across from me, I got my boy. Hey, listen up, man. It's Miguel, man. My man got he got more names <laughs> enough for everybody. Oh, y'all know me, man. I'm Miguel Brown, mindset motivator. Yeah, let's let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, as always, now we got the boy, the boy Wonder, AKA uh, respect the DJ. Mm-hmm. We got your boy. DJ Shane. DJ Shane, a.k.a. In the building. Baby hair. <laughs> <laughs> Baby hair. He got that good hair, ladies. He got So you know what that means. He got that debar. <laughs> you know what that means. He got that good baby hair. Man, look, look, look. First and foremost, we want to apologize. We've been busy. We've been, you know what I'm saying, like handling the schedules, full-time dads, full-time entrepreneurs, you know, full-time husbands going 120 in every avenue that we got going on. And you know what? The podcast, we haven't been going 120 on. But we are back. We appreciate y'all listening. We appreciate y'all staying staying with us. We appreciate y'all subscribing, listening, leaving comments, hitting us up, talking about, hey, with that podcast that I know everybody, all three of us done got somebody hitting us up saying, look, yeah, I, man, I appreciate the podcast, what y'all doing. Man, man, accountability man. right there, man. You know, accountability. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before, but before we get the ball rolling, let me get the let's get these out the way. Of course, this is brought to you in partial in part by breatheuniversity.com. Come on, check it out. Also, you can check out ET Inspires. Please know, I just heard some good stuff. I wasn't able to make it. The Stay Ready Conference, which is basically the Marriage Enrichment Conference, just happened in San Diego on February 12th. Right now, we got the Stay Ready Conference um, coming up on uh, March 12th in Atlanta, Georgia. Please come through. Willie Moe Jr., a couple other special guests, of course, the doctor himself, Eric Thomas. Man, I just heard nothing but good things coming through. So, man, make sure you are there. Make sure you get your tickets at etinspires.com slash events or just hit the events button. Man, there's a lot of stuff going on. So, with that being said, gentlemen... We did have we missed the we missed the uh the uh the Valentine's Day um podcast one episode. When we are yeah. back though, and I know I know everybody was waiting for the fences part two also, and we're gonna get into that. But before we do, because we've been away so long, matter of fact, Shane, start this thing out. What what's been going on with you, man? What's been going on? Man, I just been grinding, done got a new new um new job. Okay. New um, DJ opportunities. I could definitely say I've been blessed. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. things have definitely been been moving. You know, they say if you ain't tired, you ain't been grinding. Exactly. So, you know, I, I definitely can say the Lord's been giving some blessings to where my plate has been full and I ain't mad about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Miguel, the experience Man. specialist. What's going on? Yeah, experience yeah. of life. I mean, you know, work getting better. You mm-hmm. know, you're getting blessed in that area. So it's 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 a good thing to be able to uh not only, you know, finally know what your purpose is, but also what what you're doing 
can't think of the word right now. Uh, but the job that you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, that you you actually happy doing the job that you're doing as well as why, you know, when you get a chance to take the opportunities to fulfill you with your purposes, you know what I mean? So, like, I had fun on the job, mm-hmm. meeting people all the day and doing what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, just growing. I already know that my position there will continue to increase. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, as far as speaking and everything in that area aspect, like, you know, I let God handle that part. Um, definitely learn this in my I guess you could say, I guess my time off in this time right now, you know, I'm definitely learning a lot. Um, some things are being developed in me. Leadership is being developed in me. Right. Um, uh, and along with the, you know, I, I've really taken with the, you know, y'all, we've talked to y'all about it before, the let's do a workout group that we all a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, as one of the leaders in there, I've really uh, not tooting my horn or nothing. I just, I know my worth and I know where I'm stepping up at, and, right. you know, to kind of, command that ship a little bit more um to kind of keep order keep the focus right um keep everybody on the right right path you know what i mean and, and what that group is what it was started for and what it's about things like that so it's just a, it's a good time man it's a real good time man That's man good stuff good stuff good stuff and, ladies and and, and 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 you my brother go ahead and let us know man you got some good things popping man, there too. yo <laughs> i mean a lot of stuff going down as far as with the full time um and I don't even like to call it the full time because for real, I do less time there than what, you know, on the outside. But mm-hmm. I had a lot of plans that were that were going down and I told I would be, you know, my plan was to go full time as far as my, the side hustle in mm-hmm. September. And um, God has put some things and orchestrated some moves as far as at the full time where I'll be able to have a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. And actually, as as Miguel was saying, working within my purpose, you know. Yeah, meeting absolutely. people, shaking hands, kissing babies, mm-hmm. doing what I do, doing what I do best. You know that face to face, that energy that I provide. So got something moving, and it, like literally, I mean, it's a praise report. But I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to, to marinate a little bit more. But literally, just man, when I, when I say to people, just to stay focused, you got to speak stuff into existence, but you still got to walk towards that existence. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You can't just sit on the couch, exactly. you know, eat potato chips, saying this is gonna happen. If you, Faith without works you know what i'm saying literally mm-hmm. so just literally um making those moves towards towards your goals man and just believing in it and doing it daily hourly minute by minute like just staying focused mm-hmm. you know now before we even get into the fences too i got another part that i wanted to do and this is uh going off of my boy uh cj off of the um secret to success podcast right so he got what is it called um miguel uh, am I tripping? Am I tripping? He got or, the Am I tripping or or something foul? Fate, fate, he got another one foul or uh, man. Oh man! So basically, they gonna bring it up and don't know. This. Right, I'm uh, I'm I'm having a blackout moment right now. Uh, and basically, the whole thing is: Am I right or wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Am I right or wrong? And that's what I'm gonna call it right now: Am I right or wrong? So, got a quick story, real quick. So, you know, I do the editing thing for the photos and the video. So I was like, you know what? It's time to update. I got a lot of stuff going on in regards to the videos and the um, the photography. And I was like, I need a faster computer. So I'm checking on Amazon. And I'm like, I got one. Boom. And, you know, not not to throw out as far as price, but it is what it is. I mean, it's a, a Mac. And it was like $1,500. All right, cool. From the job, from the full time, they gave me a $200 gift card. All right, cool. I'm like, all right, you know what, $1,300? Boom. Put the order in, 
three to four days later, laptop came. I check it out. I'm like, oh, this joint crispy, looking clean, everything good. And but you know me, it was specifically one thing that I needed. It was like this gigabyte for the for the video card. The joint was like half of what it was supposed to be. Yeah, faster than what I got, but half of what it's supposed to be. I was like, nah, dude. I start emailing and texting and calling. He was like, right, I'm gonna take care of you. Got return it. I'm like, oh man, go to the post office. Boom, man. So. Finally get that thing back. I get an email from Amazon saying, yeah, you got uh, a refund of $3,000. I'm like, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> so it looked like they gave me three. They gave me uh, 15, and I didn't pay 15 on my card, but 15 on my card and 15 on the gift card. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong if I was to use the joint? No, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> My, was it was I too fast or, to answer that? Was it a hey. or, he's still working on you, huh, bro? Man, I'm just like, yo, something just want to tell me like, hey, I just want to reach out like, hey, this ain't all the money. This yeah. ain't right. This ain't right right here, man. <laughs> you got the tithe and Damn. the offer. <laughs> the love offer. <laughs> If you ain't feeling right about it, then don't do I it. I was if like, man, because I was about to sell the other stuff, you know, to pay for, uh, you know, to flip it, flip it back yeah. into, you know. And I was like, man, I ain't even got to sell the stuff. Now I might could be able to, whoop, 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 you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, again, that's the, am I wrong or, you know. But, hey, man, it's it just one of those feelings where I was just like, you know what? Maybe I should reach out. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I think that spirit was on me to my like, hey, send them an email, something, and if they let you keep it, then hey, boom, I might have right. another prayer. It's like when they don't see y'all. the stuff at the bottom of the grocery cart. Is it a is it a blessing? <laughs> <laughs> or or should you take it back? Or did you purposely do it? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, we done, we done got a couple hey. cases of water, some charcoal. You know, it's been at the bottom. Hey, yeah, the thing's heavy. Hey, forgot, they heavy. Hey, forgot, the, forgot to scan that. Forgot, they, yeah. they ain't come around. Stick on there. Yeah, they ain't come they around the little, the little, mm-hmm. uh, the little turnstile thing to go yeah. in and go under there and scan that thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, hey, you know, barbecue. But like we came here to do, we want to talk about the uh, the fences. This is part two now. I can't. What was we talking about on the first one? How deep did we get into so, that one? The first one we touched on from the male perspective, like mm. Denzel's thing, you know, with him, his relationship with, with the his son. kids, uh, with his father, um, how his father did him. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you know, dictated how he was with his kids, um, and to a degree, it, it was the same thing, pretty much, just not as harsh. Right. Um, what else did we touch on on that? That was, I think, that was pretty much yeah. like the main, um, the main just of it. Right, right, right. No, uh, his, 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 Shane ain't got his notes today. He had his notepad before. <laughs> we uh, took a, we took a snippet. We, I think, we just mentioned um, him having the child um, on his wife. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, yeah, we grazed over that right. a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. Did you, um, you got the snippet? We can play real quick. You got that joint real quick. The viola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you could fast forward a little bit through it. Um, I might have to get that. I'm gonna fly it in so everybody can hear it. God damn it, go on for We ain't talking about baseball. We talking about you going off and laying up with another woman and bringing it home to me. That's what we talking about. We're not Rose, talking about no baseball. You're not listening to me. I'm trying to explain it to you the best way I know how. It's not easy for me to admit that I've been standing in the same place for 18 years. Well, I've been standing with you. 
I've been right here with you, Troy. I got a life, too. I gave 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. Don't you think I ever wanted other things? Don't you think I had dreams and hopes? What about my life? What about me? Don't you think I ever crossed my mind and want to know other men that I wanted to lay up somewhere and forget mm. about my responsibilities? That I wanted someone to make me laugh so I could feel good? You're not the only one who's got wants and needs, but I held on to your toy. I took all my feelings, my wants and needs and dreams, and I buried them inside you. I planted a seed and watched and prayed over it. I planted myself inside you and waited to bloom. It didn't take me no 18 years to realize the soil was hard and rocky and it was never going to bloom. But I held on to you, Troy. I held you tighter. You was my husband. I owed you everything I had, every part of me I could find to give you. And upstairs in that bedroom with the darkness falling in on me, I gave everything I had to try and erase the doubt that you wasn't the finest man in the world and wherever you was going, I was going to be there with you because you was my husband. Because mm. that's the only way I was going to survive as your wife. You're always talking about what you give and what you don't have to give. But you take too, Troy. You take and don't even know nobody's giving. Say I take and don't give. Troy, you, you say hurt I me. take and don't give. Troy, you hurt my arm. I don't give you everything I got. Don't you tell that lie. Troy, don't Troy. you tell that lie Troy. on me. Troy, you hurt me. Troy, Troy. All Troy. right. That's strike two. You stay away from around me, boy. Don't you strike out. You living with a full count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First and foremost, we gotta give her a round of applause for that scene right there. She, she, what you say? I think you said on the last podcast, where she go in there spitting the snot, yeah, just be yeah, coming. Man, she got the little snot, yeah. you know what I'm you, the little line. You guaranteed to get an Oscar when you snot, man. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't guaranteed. <laughs> Not last year, maybe this year. <laughs> Not last year. Go ahead, and kick that thing off, Miguel. I mean. Man, it's a, it's a, you know what? This is uh, a modern version kind of Adam and Eve, you know, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, our women got to check us, you know what I mean? And he, you know, he starts off this whole thing just like, look, woman, I'm trying to tell you the best I know how. Mm-hmm. I've been stuck, you know, and, and, and not necessarily blaming her, but also saying that I've been stuck here with you and I, I because of my responsibility. That's one of the things we did touch on in the first one. Right, was right, right. It, you know, his responsibility to his family. And that's why, you know, he, he's done. He, you know, took the job he's taking and things like that. Um, but once again, he, he without saying it, he is pretty much because of the responsibility of you and this boy. I, it's a lot of things that I didn't do. I've been stuck. I've been missed out. I missed out. I felt like that. And, you know, like one thing that if you just take it deeper that that shows is that men bottle stuff up and don't let it out. Right. Until it's it's it, it becomes a poison. And as we talked about it before, for him, what happened? He ended up it spilled over into another woman. But why do we and, why do you think we do that, man? Like really, that's that's something before we take it any further. Why do we I, I it's, it's a lot of guys. I mean, I was known for that. In my younger days, you know, I would hold stuff in and, you know, I would react in certain ways. I mean, heck, I would go 
maybe to this woman, lay up in this one. Maybe it was just to chill, talk to this one, text this one, call this one. You know what I'm saying? But not actually addressing it with maybe whoever I was with, you know? Why? I mean, why is that? I mean, seriously, like, that is something that is um, a seed that, you know, we we are planning and we're creating as far as this future division, you know, in regards to our relationships, our marriages, whatever. Like, it's something we do specifically. I think it goes back to that whole male facade of, you know, we don't talk. We don't cry. We don't show emotions, uh, things like that. And then you talk about it's not up until now, um, I guess you could say this century or so, that uh, we're, we're starting to break those barriers down. And because of counseling and, and, and you know, relationships at church and mm-hmm. different things like that, you're starting to understand how important it is for you to speak what it is you got going on because if not you end up in a um a devastating situation that's destructive not only for the people around you but for yourself right because you know that stuff once again it spills over into everything like he held all of that stuff in bottled all that stuff up and what did he end up doing he ended up sleeping with another chick uh he has a baby with this chick in the midst of all that he is he's destroying his relationship with his youngest son you know uh and it's funny that the older son the more the older son is watching and learning he's understanding why pops is like this right but younger son is like in the middle of the hurricane and the devastation so he can't do the outside looking anything and see and understand all of these why my dad is the way he is Mm. you know so I think it's that whole male facade thing, you know, and a lot like the they say the strongest men actually do cry, right. you know what I mean, and, and show the emotions, and that's true because you talking about when you have a culture that you and and when I say culture, I mean just men. Period. It don't matter what race you are. This is what's being taught, you know what I mean. Rather than to, man, go ahead, and let it out, say what you need to say, right. because it's gonna it's gonna be healthy for you in the long run going to be healthy for you now and it'll be healthy for the individuals that's around you. You know, um, just think about it. Had he taken the time at some point in them 18 years to literally talk to his wife and say how he was feeling, what what he was going through, what he was thinking about, you know, what they could have done together to figure out and work that out. I don't know how counseling and therapy was in them times. I'm about to say, let's think about the, the, the backdrop too, the backdrop, the times back then men couldn't exactly they had to be men like you know yeah and then yeah, but that know. in that same thing uh women had to be women women were lack of a better word super submissive like literally they yeah. had to follow yeah. the rules they had to dress up a certain way they had to hold themselves to a certain standard you know when they were out you know there's certain things that had to come uh, um, from that and first and foremost again i, I just not even just a round of applause for Viola Davis, but just for women in general. Cause man, even yeah, yeah. even oh, like man. back then, and then even now, cause you still see again, like I said, the the harvest or the 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 fruits that have come from you know even those times. And then you can you can look at it even based off of race, you know, like dealing with certain things. Though while on one end, he might be dealing with racism and everything back then as far as his job and when he went out, but she was dealing with similar things also, mm. you know what I'm saying? 
And so I know we want to make sure. And, and first and foremost, ladies, if we ain't doing a great job in regards to telling y'all point of view, please message us. Let us know. We try. We do our best. We we, we sensitive, man. We Rob Transman over here. You know what I'm saying? We trying to we trying to get it in. Um, but literally, I just take my hat off because to try to if the tables was turned, you know, I mean, it is a it is a double standard. You know, across the board. Oh yeah, most mm. most definitely. Yeah, it's definitely a most double definitely. standard. Like, um, I've tried to my oldest daughter try to kind of you know teach her about that as far as like you you know you got to understand it's a double standard out here, and what your brothers will get praised for you won't get praised for that. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many years down the line it goes down. I don't care. How long it's been since women's rights have been, you know, voted in and all that other stuff. At the end of the day, regardless of what, there will always be a double standard. Right. Across mm-hmm. the board when it comes to work, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to jump offs, when it comes to everything, mm-hmm. there will be a double standard. Sexually and expressive why, and <laughs> everything. That's why women have to um, you know, work so much more harder for certain things and and you know we've seen it time and time again you 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 even hear hear him talk about it in the movie industry where you get a woman with the leading role doing the same amount of action and everything as mm-hmm. a man and they get paid they get paid less yeah mm-hmm. you know it's as actors and actors it's actors men that stand up for women's rights in terms of that area you know and 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 acting and everything um so i mean it's it's Definitely a double standard, and having daughters for me, like it is, is I have to, I really have to open myself up more. You know what I mean, so I can give the right advice, and not only give the right advice, but also listen to them when I need to listen to them, so that I can learn and then process some things, and then you know find the right answers and the right guidance for them. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Shane, what you got? Um, I mean, if I had to say, I know me. Personally, I can definitely say when it comes to, you know, as a man opening up, that's definitely, I mean, that's, that's just not me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely the type that bottles stuff up and deal with it on my own. I just, I almost say, well, I guess I was raised like that. You know, I was raised not to complain. I just mm-hmm. deal with stuff. And I guess... Over the time, as a man, you learn that, you know, it's not expressing your feelings or expressing how things affect you may not be complaining. Right, right. You know, but I think it's I think it's definitely a fine line. I think a woman doesn't want a man to give her what she already has emotionally. Uh, I think nowadays, sometimes men can be a little too, it's almost like reverse, you know, I don't know if it's by some of the things that's going on lately with the masculinity. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes men just be can be, you know, they complain more than women do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, so I, I think it is definitely a fine line. And one of the things I can say growing in my marriage and I've learned more about myself than and also learning how to communicate with a woman about stuff that you feel. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. Um, I was, like I said, I can, you know, 
probably write more so how I feel mm-hmm. than actually verbally. Okay. You know, and like I said, I'm just not a, you know, when it comes to emotions and talking about it, they just, it's uncomfortable for me. Right. So, but I have to learn that me doing that can also affect the people around me. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I guess it's a process. Yeah. Um. One thing that even happened today, um, and I know we talk about the fences thing, but, you know, you said as far as marriage growth. And um, I came in here, you know, we had some folks over, um, some family over, so I'm doing all the cleaning and everything this morning, folding clothes, getting things done. Wanted my wife to relax. Like, go ahead and get your relax on. You know what I'm saying? President's Day. Oh, we are recording this on President's Day, ladies and gentlemen. So it's President's Day. You know, she off, she home. And um, she had fixed some food. And I was like, all right, cool. Let me finish these clothes. Let me try to get these edits done. I was cutting my son's hair. And um, got down there. And uh, she was like, why are you not going to wash the dishes? And I was like, I just want to. And I had laid on the floor real quick after I ate. You know, it was a fulfilling meal. And she was like, nah, I just want to know. Why? What you going to do it tomorrow? Now, at first, I got defensive. I was like, yo, I got it. I've been doing everything else today. Let me get it. She was mm-hmm. like, nah, I just want to figure out the why, your perspective on it. And that's the first time I actually heard her say that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, this is what I've been praying for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I literally had to stop and take off the defense shield. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, I wanted to first relax a little bit because I got to cut Josh hair. People still eating. I don't want to wash dishes and finish up. And then I got more dishes to wash. So, But that 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 spark was, she said, I want your perspective. And that's big. That mm-hmm. is key. Um, even when you're looking at as far as maybe um, I can. What is the characters' names and fences? What is their names? Which one? Denzel and Viola. Troy. Troy, Troy and Troy. Um, Troy and uh, Rose. 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 Their own perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Because your perspective or your life is is a cumulative average of everything that you've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even from the stories he's told, they didn't give a proper. Uh, backstory for her. Of course, she was a co-star, but you know she probably been through some things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And one thing that that I do, she stayed with him, but she wasn't with him. If y'all peep that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. As far as in the movie, they didn't show as far as them doing it or real lovey dovey. Mm-hmm. But she was there for that child. She was there as far as quote unquote for a marriage. I don't think he got no nuckies, you know what I'm saying, up to his death. She wanted. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, because oh, there was nah, a scene where she was getting it in on the regular, though. Afterwards? Not not afterwards, no. Nah. Yeah, that's no, what I mean. As far as afterwards, yeah. she held him down. Oh, nah. Held him oh, down nah. as far as for the other duties, mm. except for that one in that bedroom. Yeah, she, oh, no, she, she was it. just yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, she was yeah, just yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could. Who could blame? I. I know me as a man, I couldn't have been there. Right. My wife True. had a child outside of us while we together. You imagining and you thinking nah. about it. <laughs> yeah. So so for her to still be with him, that's... that shows the strength of a woman, like for real. Yeah, yeah. She said it. She said. She said. She said it. I, now this is not word for word, but pretty much this is what she said. She's like, I, I when he was back, he was begging her to help her with that baby, mm-hmm. and he said, she she said, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take care of this baby like it was mine. Right. She's like, but but she pretty much, but you ain't got no wife no more. Mm. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, and that's not that's definitely not quoted how it was, but that's what she was saying. Yeah, yeah, that's the gist. And see, to me, that's more strength. Then, and and just like she said, how she had to bottle up all her dreams and all her goals and desires and wants and everything like that, and dig it down and and bury it deep. Yep, dig it down into this unfertile ground. Once again, she had to do it again. Right, Uh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm gonna try to find the the clip also the where he said blasting the hole forever. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm gonna load that one up there. That one right there is it was epic. Man. It was. But epic. I I think you know when she her stand, but cutting him off. Like, cause I think nowadays sometimes women can just stay in a situation knowing they unhappy. Mm. And I think it Absolutely. takes it takes more strength to say I'm not staying in this situation, and I'm not happy because a lot of yeah, times people true. stay in situations. Maybe she that, was needing that, right, and people stay in situations that they're not happy. And I think those it's almost like excuses. Right. Well, we just right. together because of the kids. Now that's an excuse. Right. 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 That's true. You know, that is if, true. if you if you someone in this unfertile land, mm-hmm. you know, to me sometimes it takes more strength. You know, if you not happy and it's not going nowhere, mm-hmm. you know, to to spend years in a situation. Right. And, you know, you like, well, you know, I know some marriages where they almost like live in separate lives. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. roommates. Yeah. Almost. Just so the kids, right. you know, and the kids know because right. they can sense right. the level of love has changed. Exactly. And I think kids would rather see each parent happy, mm-hmm. even if it's on yeah. their own. Even if it's separate, yeah. Then, then living this fake, you that know, miserable, cold, you know, this act. Right. So in one, one instance, it was strength, but you're stronger. As you think about abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. There's some women that are out there right now probably listening to the sound of our voice that might be dealing with a physically abusive mm-hmm. man or some of them might be a physically abusive woman that yeah. they're in a relationship with and they can't leave because they're talking about they love them or mm-hmm. they love me, yeah. you know, and it's an excuse, it's a victim statement and you're staying, mm-hmm. you know, um, but there's always an outlet. Maybe you maybe you can't see yourself with without them, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you do have a love for them, but that is that is first and foremost unhealthy. You don't want to end up on Fox Five, you know, talking about oh, you should have got out. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I've seen so many different situations like that. You know, um, where people just they just sticking around for quote unquote love, mm-hmm. but it ain't that. It ain't that. Or how love. it looks, right? How it looks to oh, everybody goodness, else, right? You putting know, up a show, exactly. Yeah, putting up a front. So again, if you're listening and that is you. I ask to seek help, you know, get talk to somebody. If it's talking to your pastor, it first and foremost, it won't be an easy road. It it just it just won't be. We could sit up here and talk about it. I mean, we are men who who've never been in that situation, but I know it won't be an easy road, but you can get out. You can as far as make it by yourself, you can make it as far as with your kids. It's a lot of single women out there that's starting their life over, getting their life right. You know, you don't have to be in that. Mm. You know, you don't have to be in that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. You know, it's it's a 
and we talking about you got to keep in mind that these are two different time frames. Yeah, yeah. Because in that time, you know, like that's what was going on. Like men, that that if you go biblical with it or however you do, you know, at that point in time, the the whole concept of the woman stay home, raise the kids, and do everything around the house, and the man go out and bring in the money. True. That was real then. That was True. real. You know, at that time, you not only had men. Um, going out to go to work, but some men had to, you know, literally go to other states and send money home, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, just to work mm-hmm. and things like that. So women, you know, it, it was a different value system. It was a different standard. And mm-hmm. women, like, you know, they were raised on get you a husband and get, have you some kids and get you a house, you right. know, and that was it. Right. You know what I mean? And do what you do what you, you, you were supposed to do. Like, I remember, you know, times just talking to my grandmother where it was like, you know, her mother would tell her, you know, you get you a husband and you do everything to keep him happy or whatever. You right. know what I mean? Because that's all you that's all you got. Right. You know what I mean? And it, it was a rare breed of women, especially in that time when you're raised a certain way. Like once you raise a certain way, that's that becomes habit. Mm-hmm. It's no different with guys not being able to share their feelings and things like that. That's because it's taught to you enough now becomes habit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's the same thing for women. Like that's habit. That's all you hear. Even it, it was, you know, even so bad that when, you know, daughter tried to talk to mama, uh, mama could see that it was going on bad around here. Everybody see what's going on, but then mama still turn around and say, don't you leave that man. Right. He beating the hell, he beating the hell out of you. He cheated on you, whatever, whatever. But don't you leave that man. You'd be a fool if you leave that man because you don't have nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, women didn't, at a point in time, didn't have anything. Yeah, they had no they money, no. You know what I mean? Nothing. They, they would be homeless. working or anything. Mm. You know what I mean? So to leave your husband, like, that's your security blanket. That's your everything. Right. You know, but if you switch that into now, how many females have themselves in that situation now and... They don't have anything like they use, you know, what they had to get that guy, you know, the body and things like that. Right. And after a while, the man gets tired of that because it's no substance. And what, what you what are you left with? Yeah. What do you what, what happens when he does step out on you or he throwing you out or he's starting to be abusive towards you? He lashing out on you and really, you know, he's lashing out and everything because he's frustrated, right. he's frustrated because he don't like what he see. But at the same time. He don't like what he see, but he don't know how to communicate to his wife or his girlfriend, whatever. You know, I'm not happy with this. What can we do to get better? Right. You know, this is this is not a good situation. So before I rather than talk to you, I take my anger out on you and I'm gonna throw these hands at you. I'm gonna bust you in the head with this bottle. I'm gonna kick you out. I'm gonna cheat on you. I'm gonna do all these different things. And then you got a broken woman, been abused, her self esteem low. Tolerance is all down, and the one the one question that women always end up with is why. Right. What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. What, what what wasn't I doing? And then they never get that answer. And when they spend this lifetime chasing this answer, and they get stuck. Yeah, yeah. And most of the time, it's the the dude will act out as a, a form of power. It's that instantaneous power. But the thing about it, when it wears off, you know, you back to square one. So it's like an alcoholic. Like, yeah. It's like, yo, I, I get this high, I get this buzz. Mm-hmm. And then when I come down, I yo, I need that buzz again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's abusive, whether it's mentally, physically, whether it's the cheating. It's like, all right, I get this buzz, I get this high. 
I get that release, but then you back the normal. Then again, I need it again. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That sense of power. So, and well, and then nowadays you got women who, you know, the super independent women. You know, you could be so independent that a man may not see a place for him there. Right. You know, and a lot of times some of these women, you know, they think they just catch where well, I got this, I got this, I got that. But you might not be all that. Your attitude <laughs> reflects that you ain't all right, that. Right, right, right. You might be fine. You might have this job. You might have whatever you have career-wise. That good baby hair. Yeah, but your attitude right, stinks. Right, right, You know, right. and you got some dudes who put up. Me, I'm not that type of dude. Right. You know, you might be fine and you might have all this. But if your attitude stank, you got to go. Right, exactly. And exactly. then nowadays you have, like, back then, you know, men actually, you know, there was men working. And, you know, even when we was coming up, before a chick let you take her out on a date, you had to have something going on mm-hmm. with you. You had to have a, a car. You had to have a job. Right. You had to have something. Now these chicks, you know, these dudes, you know, they ain't got nothing. Exactly. You know, they they crying over bums right it's you like know. the roles of everything has flipped yeah I, the first the first part about the independent woman i, I look at it as it's something that and i say we we as men my my father's fathers something that looked like we might have created you know what i'm saying this is a byproduct this is a byproduct I, of something that we I'm have like, created absolutely you know what i'm saying like I, go ahead i feel like like you said it's a byproduct you know what I mean? Like it, it's this is all reverse. Like this is the lack of the male presence being in the home. Mm. And, and think about like 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 you said, Shane. You got these whining dudes now and complaining dudes and all this other. They crying all. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Who they right. being raised by? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who they who they being raised by? You know what I'm saying? Like not it's not a father. Mm-hmm. You right. Know what I mean, yeah. and even if it is a man in their life. Is he really a man? Mm-hmm. Right, right, or, right. Or, or realistically, on paper, he he fifty five and you fifteen, but you're you're actually more mature than him. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, like or you just not there at all. And then who left the raisin? Right, mama left the raisin. Mm-hmm. And and some mothers, it's, it's a small percentage that can raise a a a, a boy into a man successfully. Mm-hmm. But I believe that the women that can do that are the ones that had the right male in their life right. to right. show support. them. So now they have, they got a blueprint to go off. Like, I can't show you everything, but I know what my father did with my brothers. Or I know what my father did with me. I know mm-hmm. what my father did with my mother. Mm-hmm. So this is what I got to show you and I got to put in you to the best way that I can. And maybe one day, God will give me a man that can keep this going and take this thing to another level, or if even not, if not even give me a man, just have the right men in position as he's growing up to learn from yeah. a coach, a pastor, a teacher, mm-hmm. a, a you know, a good friend, a, a friend's father, or something. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's I think like you say, it's the byproduct. Mm-hmm. You know, like the independent woman. Why did why did the independent woman have to come along? Not just because you know we got to a point where women decided to stand up for their rights. That's a part of it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you got to look at they did what, what they had to the do. Lack, what they they did what they had to do. Where the lack was, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? What was going on? Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're touching like a small scale of 
all of the reasonings here, but I, I'm just I just feel like at the heart of it, at the foundation of it, it gets back to the lack of the male presence. Mm-hmm. Question though, then this is something that's kind of in the same. Oh, and I Go and, and I found and I found out that uh, the line too. So whenever we ready to throw that. Okay, in. yeah, yeah. Um, this is in the same vein. Now, these days, they're talking about gender is a social construct. Main reason I was asking, I was like, we talk about men, we talk about women. Do you guys believe that gender is a social construct? Meaning that if I had a girl, quote unquote, a young lady who has a vagina, a child, I could raise her as a boy or this quote-unquote boy or male gender or you know what i'm saying like literally with this whole and again i don't want to be you know did you really want to go into this <laughs> i mean I, I, I do because this is one of my thought because i'm uh, ignorant in regards to the thoughts of this you know and i don't uh, have anybody close to me yes i have as far as gay and the lesbian people around me but that's uh, different than the people who believe in gender is a social construct to the point where they don't even identify as neither like i've heard and i've read different things Uh, and i'm intrigued by it you know about people's thought processes because and the reason why i bring it up is because again we're talking about husband and wife we're talking about man and woman we're talking about the dynamics and the relationships but then again a lot of times for the most part there's this universal thought of man there's this universal thought of woman is this something that we created? I mean, yes, it was created in the Bible, you know, come down, pass down. But is is this something we created? And can it be changed? Uh, I mean, I don't think you can remix it. I mean, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, I think the ball rolling now. Yeah, like. I, think it, I think it is what it is. I think the problem is, is not identifying and setting boundaries and guidelines. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when you start making the lines blur, you getting into something and that and that's also why a lot of things are out of order. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When I raise my I'm raising my son, it's certain things that boys do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's no blurred lines to it. As right. a boy, this is what you do. As a man, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. So he has that structure. But when you teeter totter the lines and you know, when you don't give the kids that structure, yep. they all over the place. It's chaos. Right. You know, then you got the boys when I mean, I was DJing the other night. I mean, this dude literally looked like he had a blouse on. Mm. Like with Come the stomach. But the he tummy was showing. you know how now the shirts go like long and then they you know, it looked like something my wife could wear. Okay. But okay. you know yeah. yeah, they got them long yeah. and they with the skinny jeans. Yeah, they with the skinny yeah. jeans. Okay, so good, now okay, you look good. like you're wearing these big tennis shoes mm-hmm. cause your jeans so tight. Right. You know, then you wearing these grandma long jackets and long right. sweaters. Right. So I just think when you start to blur the lines like us when we grew up, it was dudes wore this, chicks mm-hmm. wore this. It wasn't no <laughs> Right. You know, with no hopping the fence or nothing like that. Right, right, right. And I just think you have to give kids structure. And when you don't, and when you make up the rules as you go along, mm-hmm. you know, you you confusing them. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then that's how they grow up and don't know how to deal with certain emotions as a man or deal with certain emotions as a woman. Mm-hmm. Because they don't know what they identify with. 
Right. You know, they don't know what peg the circle goes or where the square <laughs> goes. You know, you they just all over the place. So when you, I guess us, in our age group, we look at them, it all looks like confusion because it's nobody set with structure. This is out here people just living. Yeah, it's just buck wild. Miguel, what's your thoughts, man? I know you say it opened up a can of worms, but. Man. <laughs> Dude, like, yeah, choose your words carefully here, man. Like, I, it's, I, 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 okay, let's, let's do it like this. All right. I don't need nobody taking this personal. Right. Don't get in your, don't get in your feelings. I mean, I'm coming with all love for anybody listening. Yeah, I'm coming from like, I'm not, learning I, not and love. Hate. I don't have a hate. I got jokes like, too. Though. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I was raised a certain way and I believe in certain things. Mm-hmm. And, that's how I raise my kids. Like like Shane said, boys do boys things. They grow up mm-hmm. to do men things. Girls do girl things. They grow up to do girl things. Right. Um. That's just a general line because you know you can still girls can still play ball and things like that. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going that deep into it. I'm just saying, you know, we we looking at a general line here, and I I think. I think when you put that on the table to say, well, like like you said, it's no guidance because mm-hmm. you can't let a child determine, you know, which way they're going because they don't know which way they're going. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, let, okay, let's just say it like this. Let's be real. How how can a six-year-old say, I'm not a girl, I'm a boy? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how does that happen? Right. How does that happen? Right. What what what's what's lacking there for you to even say that? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, how is it? And, and like, then again, I don't know um, any uh, anybody in the transgender community. I have, um, you know, uh, I say gay friends or lesbian friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll try to be right about this. I don't want to offend anybody. All right, right. Um, um, but hold on, that you know a real talk from the way you set it up, or maybe it sounded like when I set it up too, a white person saying, "Well, I got plenty of black friends." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And, and I got gay friends thing, too. You know they they some cool. Why I can't just be friends? Why yeah. I can't just be friends? You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy. Like, but that's that's what happens. Like, what what's happening that in that in that community is essentially what happened to the black culture when you know when. We started being accepted, you know what I'm saying? Like it, that's that's that that was the thing to say. Well, I had um uh uh I had um had a Negro over the house. I got a couple. <laughs> yeah, I got I I got three black I had three black people over the other night. Right. Yeah, do you right. know what you just said? Yeah, right. It's a you know what I'm saying so kind of go to the same thing. It's just like I just don't get how was it that how do you let um how do you let a five year old determine something like that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like as like one charge to us is that uh, as parents is that we're supposed to lead and guide a child in the way that they should go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We are supposed to, um, if if children are the arrows, we are supposed to aim them in the right direction, pull back on that bow, and then let them go. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? And the pull and the pull back portion of that is us teaching them along the way, us giving them strength along the way, confidence in who they are. And, 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 you know, in every background, you know what I'm saying? So at, how can you just 
I think that's I think that falls back on the parent. I think that's yeah. weak. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like you mean me? You you you, you mean you? Ain't, I, well, I wish one of my sons would come to me like daddy. I'm a girl. Yeah. What? Yeah. And what you talking about, though? Yeah. And I think, man, you have to keep kids in kids' situations. I think and nowadays that, kids are being put in adult situations to where their minds aren't mature to make that decision. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to keep, you know, just like when we was growing up, when the adults were talking, you know, you was in the child's place. Right. Now, exactly. because their parents maybe have gotten younger, they involve kids in adult situations and they're not babies raising babies. Yeah, and they're not yeah. ready to to determine like we know what's fact was fiction. You know, we know right. when to turn what off and, and don't, but kids don't know that. Mm-hmm. So they place in these adult situations, and you may have a 13-year-old girl, and then she's has to raise her little brother, or she, you right, know, right, so right. they're being put in adult situations and not allowed to grow up and just be a kid right 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 i I think of the um this is the closest way i could kind of get it so we got these people who say again that gender is a social construct so in that in that vein of thought then so is race so a black child can just say hey i'm white you know not look it though because you know you got some quote-unquote transracial you know, they might be light-skinned. They might got good mm-hmm. hair like Shane or what have you. But you look, you know, you look like you can pull off both sides. But you can't just wake up one day and say, you know, I'm white. Or I'm Caucasian. Because it is based off of how you are perceived. True. You know True. what I'm saying? We, even though we hate to say that, but you got to think about it. You have a name. Mm-hmm. You have a presence. Like, you were created somewhere, shape, or form to be perceived by someone. Mm-hmm. The same thing as far as with race. Again, I'm one of those ones, again, I do it in straight love. I try to understand, you know, as far as what's going on. So um, I did get down from one of the producers that we we got to wrap up the time. <laughs> we but that's what you we say that, though. It like, we was getting it. I got you. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm one of them Neapolitan-looking brothers. So I can go from, you know, being around the brothers. Yeah. I can go from being around... You know, the Spanish brothers. Right, they, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You I, can pull you know, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I, forgot I, I about use that. it to my advantage. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. I forgot about that one. But um, I me, think... Me, look at Miguel Brown. Hey. 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 I tell everybody, right? I tell everybody, I'm a hybrid. Yeah, you got it, a Spanish and first not, name not only, and a black it, last name. And, and he's Spanish. Hey, and my middle speak. name... My, hey, look, listen, listen, listen. My name is a combo all the way around. It's Miguel... Antoine oh. Brown Colado. Okay. Mm. You got the Spanish on the ends and the the, the black in the middle. Uh, right. You know what I mean? Like I hey, people be like, and you can't even speak it? You know, when the Spanish you like say you speak it, they put the A on the end. Uh, you speak Spanish? You like a fried uh, chicken quesadilla. Like Hey man, I'm I'm boot, I tell everybody, hey man, I'm bootleg, man. I'm, uh, boot, I'm the bootleg John, man. I'm the on that video, I'm that video. That's you it's real clear, it's still good. Every now and then somebody gonna walk through that boy. <laughs> yo, I saw one of them the other day. Just fast forward the quality. I was like, yo, on the fire stick. And I said, I ain't seen nobody walk through the video in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my first time in New York and I got in a cab and I got into it with the cab driver and he called me a spick. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to respond to it. 
because I had never been called that before. Right. So I was like, yeah. damn, he, he he wasted that good, you know, that good <laughs> insult. It all like is. Yeah, because I didn't know how to respond. Now, I hey, he called it. me the N-word. I'm, you know, I probably, oh, I know what that is. Right, right, right. So it was cool because later on I was like, oh, man, I just jumped into a whole nationality of racism. Right. So that was like, oh, man. So, you know, you just got to use it, use it for your advantage. Man, man, man. So we're about to close it up. We're about to close it down. We, um, I hope you all enjoyed, I guess, again, our take on the fences movie. Mm-hmm. And um, hey, look, before we yeah, do the yeah, official, yeah. let me let me read this line. Let me read how that line goes. Oh, yeah, I yeah. had to find out. I actually pulled up the script, right? Mm-hmm. So this is uh let me see right here where we at. This is Troy part first, right? So he says, She's my daughter, Rose, my own flesh and blood. I can't de- I can't deny her no more than I can deny them boys. You and them boys is my family. You and them and this child is all I got in this world. So I guess what I'm saying is I'd appreciate it if you help me take care of her. He go, Rose. She said, okay, Troy. You're right. I'll take care of your baby for you. Cause, like you say, she's innocent. And you can't visit the sins of the father upon the child. A motherless child has got a has got a hard time. And it says she takes the baby from. She says, from right now, this child got a mother. But you a womanless man. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and if y'all remember his face on yep. that part right there, because I kind of think that he was that that he would he was thinking that that baby was going to bring them together, right, 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 bring them together. Why I, I thought that, and, but yeah. <laughs> and I think I think we could kind I think we could definitely close with this when we say that a lot of people think that a child will fix or mend or yeah. bring things back together. Yeah, but it take a person like this. To 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 see the see the chess move before it's being played. Yeah. Yep. That's not gonna work. Yeah. Like I'm gonna take care of it, I'm gonna do what I gotta do, but don't think that it's changing our situation. No. Right, right, right. Rose gave him alternative facts. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know, we got this alternative baby. I hear what you talk about, Troy, but nah. Right, right, right. I got the baby. But um, nah. It ain't it ain't happening, you know, like that with us no more. Word. Well, before we get out of here, and before we do these closing remarks, I know y'all got a nugget. Hey, Miguel, give me a nugget, man. I know you got something. The nugget, man. You know, let's just keep. Let's just play off of what we, you know, what we've been doing here, and um, let's just say um, it's okay to accept who you are mm-hmm. and know who you are, mm-hmm. and it's also okay to um be open. Because, you know, being open nine times out of ten is going to put you in an uncomfortable place. But your salvation is in that uncomfortable place. Right. Good stuff. Um, Good stuff. Good stuff. Shane? Um, I guess we could say a uh, <laughs> random thought. I hate when people walk around the store talking on the speakerphone. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, man. we did not need Worse, to hear... Huh? your conversation and most of the times what they talk about is don't nobody want to hear that anyway you know i'm in the i'm in the grocery store line you behind me girl let me tell you he gonna say i don't want to hear all that all the ones who ain't even on speakerphone but they talking like they on speakerphone in public yes had that other day too and i'm like seriously how you talking on speakerphone but not on speakerphone 
Uh, Man, so yeah, that was a good random yeah. one. <laughs> oh, and what you know how people always say, like you somebody say, Hey Jose, when's your birthday? And you'd be like, Oh, my birthday, August the first. And they'd be like, Oh, for real? My father's is August the second. I don't know him. <laughs> Well, I need to know yeah. when his birthday is. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm going to give him something. Oh, for real? All right, let me send him Word. a card. Now, you should be like, oh, he must be a good man. To... <laughs> That's your follow-up. That's the follow-up. The worst one is when you be at work and they hit you with that. Right. Hey, man. I used to get that all the time when I worked at Coke. Man, I used to do that 20 years ago when they had glass. How does that help me now, man? Hey. You going to help me carry this now? When they, when they Come on, Joe. <laughs> They're just trying to break the ice. Um, I'm glad you could relate, but this ain't going nah, to right, right, yeah. right. Or people be like, I'm going to call you first thing in the morning. What is first thing in the morning? <laughs> just call me in the morning. When the sun come you up. Better not, you better not call me at 12. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your first in the morning may not be my first right. in the morning. Uh, break it yeah, down. Because my, my first in the morning is 3 o'clock. Yeah. Right. right. Shoot. The average black person is like second in the morning. Exactly. You know, uh, we just woke up. It's 930. <laughs> Second thing in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just close off with mine. Of course, is one of the ones I posted. Disappointments me. Just, God got something better for you. Just relax, relate, release, wait, mm-hmm. wait on it. He got something special for you. Um, I had a good dialogue with a couple people saying it was one of the hardest things that they're dealing with right now. I said, I know we all been there. Appreciate that transparency. Um, of course, as I always say it's easier said than done, but stand on your faith and you see over them circumstances like literally just mm-hmm. keep on pushing you know stand again not sitting but you got to stand you know what i'm saying so at least you're looking in the right direction y'all got anything else before we close out live love we're we're so again many times people go into church in the beginning of the week to get that good old word to get that breakfast sometimes you wait to the end of the week and get that dinner we here to spread that love, give you that lunch. Get that middle, that little that meat in between the sandwich. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> it's the Midweek Love Movement Podcast. Thank you for listening. All right. We out.